We return now with you three on the deck of this ship with your brand new pseudo dragon pet and your two apparently lizard folk crew that you can't speak to. There are a few rooms and other things that you still need to check on this ship. So you head across the old poop deck to the next door. Which you three know, with your ship experience, to be the captain's quarters. You open the door, it swings wide. You can see that the cabin is clean, and its furniture is actually in good repair. A single bunk made up with bed linen has its head against the bulkhead, running along the center line of the ship, next to a wooden partition, squaring off the corner near the main deck, making this room a little small. A writing desk is set against the hull towards the stern, and it has a drawer on each side and three trays on top of it. Also, on the desktop just in front of the trays is an ink pot, two quill pens, a small knife, a pewter container that resembles a pepper pot against the desk. Also, is set an upright wooden chair, and beside it is a wooden brass-bound chest. And against the hull, lastly is a padded leather couch. In front of it, a bearskin rug lies on the deck, while beneath the couch can be seen a large metal box. An unlit hooded lantern hangs from the ceiling. Halp is well, going to eat the ink pot. Halp is going to eat the ink pot. Okay, you walk right across the room and crunch down on it. Carwin, you got anything to say about this? At this point, she's still extremely irritated, so she's just going to walk around him and start attempting to open up a drawer. Nice. Um, he's going to kind of like look around the room, and he's going to be like, "Well, Captain, this is a good first mate quarters. Good for me. You know, I take the smaller room, but hey." Carbon looks up from opening the drawer. This is definitely not the first mate's quarters. Sure. No, that's. Crazy first mate, top of the ship. That way they they one get killed first. Captain, you know, it's better at the bottom of the ship. That way they're protected. Or closer to drowning should something make holes in the ship. No, no. No. Hmm. Yeah, well I think we'll come back to that point right there. And I continue looking through the drawer. Nice. The both the drawers you kind of tug on them a little bit and feel that they're both locked. Shmi, would you like to uh, work your magic with these? And she swirls her fingers around the the top of the desk, indicating the locks. Okay. Can I just strike the desk? <laughs> sure. You do that. Ping. He just steps up and he's like, "Yeah!" And he rolls a four on the strength check. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> what I said happened, happened. You do that. Nothing special happens. Carwin shakes her head and tries again. Shmi, Meh. will you attempt to unlock these drawers here and directly touches the locks? Oh, I see. You want me to use his fancy hands, and he kind of just like yes, jazz your fancy fingers. magic hands. Yes, me has good magic. Okay, and then he punches mm. the lock. Oh my god! <laughs> Nine. <laughs> you do that. Can ow? 
can help attempt Stupid to lock. lock. Yes. Uh, do you have thieves' tools, though? You're going to need them. Um, or you could just roll a strength check to rip the fucking drawer out. Well, I was going to attempt to, like, like eat the lock. Just, all right. Would that still be a strength? <laughs> yes. You could, like, bite a chunk out of the desk to be able to get into it. Still a strength. Yeah. Yes. Uh, nine. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's like, I'll show you lock, and he kind of like comes in, helps I assume just chewing on the desk. So yeah, Shmi's gonna try his uh, sleight of hand. And there you straight. go. All right. I got a, I got a nine. What the fuck, <laughs> gentlemen? I think that if we make this boat ours, we will be able to come back to this. So let's go on to the next room. Okay. Uh, and the court helps like chewing uh, on it. Shmi's yeah. trying to like hold the fucking thing. <gasps> there are a couple of documents on the top of the desk as well, next to the ink and the quill uh, that your eyes kind of glance down at as these guys are just fucking up the side of the desk. You're standing in the center. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, you can see that uh, one of the documents on the top it's empty, but you kind of move it to the side and. Another one contains bills and receipts from various items of marine supply. And the last contains several letters of a personal and intimate uh, nature um, from three different women in three different ports. Um, which seems, you know, each of whom, they each have like secret sign-offs. So you don't really know their actual names. But the very last document at the bottom, you kind of skim through it. And it seems to be a request from some kind of lizard folk clan for more weapons. Yeah, we're totally going to do that, right? Yeah. Wait, right? It kind of talks about exchanging um, of goods for exchanging of services. Oh, Shmi, you mean inform all these women that uh, of the other women? Is, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, totally what Shmi was talking about. Not, you know, ignoring any dumb requests these guys had, but yeah! Mm -hmm. You kind of scuffle back through the woman's letters, and whenever you do, you can see one of them actually signed at the bottom, Snake Eyes, and it has a tiny little lizard folk head with a tongue sticking out. The signature is kind of in the form mm. of, a, of a pictograph, almost. As if maybe this woman that he, the captain was talking to, is a lizard folk herself. Mellowin kind of rubs that signature a little bit and thinks about it, hmm, and folds these up and puts them inside one of the other books that she's got in her bag. Nice. Um, okay, there's one more drawer. Shmi, roll me slide of hand again. Okay. Oh, you're working on both of these fucking things. I got a seven. All right, it doesn't work either. Okay. Ah. Good to know. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> these rolls tonight holy crap yeah as she's stuffing the the book back in her bag gentlemen i think we should move on to the next room we'll come back to this when we're feeling a little less distracted <laughs> I mean, he's not distracted at all is he just like furiously pulling on this fucking drawer <laughs> ah. 
seems okay. that way. Okay, as you guys step back out into the deck, you can see the lizard folk have pretty much cleaned up all the blood and gotten rid of all the bodies and have started to stack the weapons that were in their little area kind of out on the corner of the poop deck of the ship. They're, like, stacking up a couple sets of, like, iron swords and bows and arrows and stuff like that. Just, like, on the corner. But you guys turn and step into the next room, which you know to be normally the first mate's cabin. Uh, and this seems to be one of the master cabins, just like the other one. The furnishings and fittings are of good quality, and it's pretty tidy. There is a single bunk with bud with nice linens, just like the other room. And there's a polished wood table in the center of the room, bolted to the deck. On the table is a silver bowl containing an assortment of what looks to be fruit and a silver carafe half full of light red liquid. Next to it, a silver and gold goblet. Set at the table are two chairs, and on the deck towards the stern in this room is a brass-bound chest. Beside it is a pair of highly polished black leather boots. From the center of the ceiling over the table hangs an unlit hooded lantern. Yes. Also in that last mm -hmm. room, I think you guys forgot about a chest and a metal box, but whatever. I'm not going to even do oh. that. <laughs> I figure it's one of those things, if we're going to take the ship, it's kind of our goal anyway. Yeah, that's true. It's very yeah. true. <laughs> um, I'm just going to quickly see if any of this opens. If it does, then I will get whatever's out of it. Because, you know, I'm down a potion now, so I would like to always be ready for the next thing. Okay. Um, but if they don't immediately open, I'm totally okay with moving to the next room. As you get closer to this chest, you can see that it's kind of positioned odd in the corner. Um, roll me an investigation check. That is a 12. Sick. Um, you notice... Uh, hold on one second. You notice that there looks... This, this chest actually seems to be trapped of some kind. And uh, there's a trap connecting it the back of the wall to this chest like if anyone were to ever try to open it or anything like that um the trap would go off shmi help yeah pay attention to carwin right this moment nah, he kind of tears his way just looking at a weird spider in the corner what help is staring intently i'm pointing sneaky trap and okay yes this is a trap do not touch or eat or sniff or smell or anything else. We will walk away. Okay. He Until, shoves his hand in yeah. and rolls a 13 on the sleight of hand check to try to disarm it. You do that. <sighs> you disarm the trap. <laughs> and then you swing the chest wide open. <laughs> on the inside, the chest holds uh, items of clothing. A leather purse containing 50 gold pieces. A spell scroll of Gust of Wind, and it also holds what seems to be the spellbook of that crazy old wizard that killed Captain Coxon. Oh, I'm look, so a surprised. bunch of toilet paper in one spot. Me? Yeah, look, me found stuff to wipe his butt with, finally. Mm, holds up the book towards Carwin. But, but thank but you. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll hold it for you, okay? And, and, and if it is of sufficient quality... For toilet paper, we shall use it. But if it is not the correct quality, we won't use it. Because we don't want our bums hurting, do we? He kind of looks back towards Halp. And he's like, she said she was going to hold it for me. Does that mean Shmi has assistant? Uh. 
know. How? But don't know. It's okay. Shmid, would you like to hold this fifty gold? Ah, uh, can wipe with that too, and he just kind of grabs the grabs the gold. <laughs> There you go. Um, scrolling through the spell book, you actually stop on a page, Carwin. And on this page, there is a large drawing of a captain's hat, similar to the hat that you experienced earlier this day. The hat still sitting on the poop deck. The description underneath the hat scrawled in awful scribbles. Uh, reads out, uh, I'm going to paraphrase, but it basically reads out that this hat will give ultimate power to anyone, and then that part's like scribbled out, and underneath it, it actually says, this hat will kill anyone who has unwill intent, or the intent to harm or disturb any of their crew in any kind of disrespectful manner. And it will kill them by crushing their brains and exploding their insides. It is a cursed hat, and then circled rapidly, do not put on this hat. Shmi, do you know how to read, my dear? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Shmi. That's okay. We will work on that later. Shmi, yeah. I want you to be promise Carwin something. This is no. very important. Would you promise Carwin not to put on the hat? But I... Put the hat on the captain on the deck and you push it into the ocean. Shmi can go get it. And he kind of like starts no, no, to no. move. Ah. And she just gently puts her arm on his arm. No, it's okay. We we don't want anything to do with that hat, my dear. Because if he's a child, you're like, no, no, it's okay. No, no. <laughs> but we will definitely work on the reading because I think that that's something that you, you would like to do, yes? Reading kind of looks to help, and he just like shrugs a bit. It's okay. So I you don't have to read. Help has a very high intelligence. He does. He does. So yeah. He probably does know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> he just know how to Gives express. him a little thumbs up. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. If you do, we will. If you don't, that's fine too. After clearing this room, you guys step back out onto the deck to see now the lizard folk have stacked up all the boxes and all the weapons out on the deck, and they just stand there now, awaiting instruction. You guys pass by them and open up the two doors that lead down into the bottom floor of the ship, and you guys step down the stairs slowly, eventually reaching the bottom, and there's a eh, there's various unpleasant odors of, you know, human... Humanoid occupation, uh, complete, full of recognition here. These, uh, as you step down, you can see that this is, looks like crew quarters, and they fill the entire forward part of this deck. A uh, companionway staircase leads up from a point about six feet, you know, perfectly sized for maybe a pseudo-dragon. Uh, near it, more to starboard, is another door that leads further into the lower part of this here cabin and the crew quarters um there's a lot of other things in here beds and what have ye around the perimeter of this cabin slung between hooks of the bulkhead and on supporting poles is hammocks sorry not beds hammocks 
Um, judging from the way they're hanging, all the hammocks are not occupied at the present. Um, they're all empty. Um, but beneath each hammock is a brass-bound wooden sea chest. Most of them are completely closed, um, but they're, at least half of them have their lids open and only appear to contain clothes. As you guys walk through the crew quarters, you can see that in the center of this cabin stands a long, plain wooden table with a bench along its sides. And uh, they all appear to be bolted to the deck to keep everything in place, but you can imagine this is where a crew would hang out if there was one. The table is stained and cluttered and has an untidy pile of dirty tin plates and cups roughly stacked in a large tin bucket below it. Over the table, hanging from the ceiling, again, another lantern. Um, and against the starboard side, an area has been curtained off by cheap, uh, dirty cloth hangings, as if someone wanted some privacy. Uh, but there is a door that leads further through this ship. And I'm sorry for going into detail on everything on this ship, but I feel like you guys are going to have this ship for a long time. So, like, you should yeah, at least sure. get some description, you know? A lot of times I'll just give small yeah, descriptions, but... Um, yeah, at least want you guys to know what the fuck you got on your hands here, right? I mean, you know I'm all about the description of the story, so it doesn't bother me none. Yeah. No, I'm all about it. Describe so, my home. Carlin's going to slowly <laughs> walk over to the um, the dirty canvas or whatever is hanging and use her the bottom of her Staff of adornment to slowly lift it up and kind of see what's underneath there, or move Behind it to the side, whichever way. The cloth. There are two large tin buckets standing side by side on the floor. Both of them are empty, but they are stained and dirty and emit a foul smell. Well, I can't breathe, so. True. Do, I don't know. Do I smell? Like I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, know. It's up for you to say. We haven't really. It's up for you to say. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it bothers her. She's just like, oh, okay. Is it nasty to hell? I don't know. Is it? They're shit buckets. <laughs> Is it nasty to any of you guys? Let's be real here. Shmi's pretty Probably chill with not. it. <laughs> yeah. He's seen. He's had worse. Not even seen worse. It's like it. Worse. It only bothers. It's she's at least happy that they're not, you know, overflowing with poo, and that there has been some, you know, at least some sort of emptying going upon. She would be extremely upset if they were too full. Um, but yeah I just Um, don't see why I didn't throw it overboard there you go just hanging on to it is there any other doors in this room besides the one that we came in yes there's one leading further across this uh, bottom floor would I roll a history check to see if I know what these buckets of shit are (laughs) <laughs> do you want to? Yes. It's going to be a high check. <laughs> okay. Sure. But you do know I, just, I mean I like don't... literally buckets of shit, right? Like poop and stuff? Y- yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah I, I assume as much. Okay. <laughs> like, just stick your hand in it. <laughs> Not just like buckets of stuff. You know, buckets of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like... Excrement. Yeah. Yes. So I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you have but no idea. You just idea. touch poop for nothing. Yep. You have All no right, idea. well then, help is yeah. going to eat. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, they, they are. It's going to eat one. They are empty, but oh, the whole bucket. Okay. 
you do oh, that. Uh, roll me. Well, you're a shark. Roll me a con save. Yeah, but the splinters alone, not to mention the bacteria. Yeah. Oh no. Four. You kind of begin vomiting, um, and I also want you to roll me a d4 because you literally just ate shit. <laughs> <laughs> technically you got a natty one plus three on your con save <laughs> just <laughs> technically i rolled a four <laughs> okay you take four damage and you kind of begin puking a little bit and um as you puke up a little bit the piece of the desk from earlier kind of comes up and the ink <laughs> it's all black because you literally swallowed ink earlier well, I bet he's beautiful right now. He's got a mouth like Danny DeVito. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I imagine that, you know, Carwin was letting the cloth go back because she knew what, the, what that was and was starting to walk away. And then he just kind of bursts past her, grabs it, eats it, and then attempts to start puking. Maybe has turned her way. And so she is definitely moved out of the way so that she doesn't get dirty. Nice. Um, and then says, help. Do you think you should have eaten that? Yes. I think that maybe we shouldn't eat those. But, I mean, that is your choice. If if you if you want to continue eating those, um, we might have a problem. But you do, you know, you have a little... Normally, you're not very wet. You don't look like you're sweating. But right now, you look a little sick. Are you okay? How do Okay. You have like two okay. health. I have four. <laughs> yep. Yep. <clears throat> okay, you guys. Um, uh, while he's puking, he kind of cleans up a little bit. You guys approach the next door that leads further into this cargo hold, as you imagine, on this here ship. You guys open the door, and as you do, you can see there are a lot of stuff in this cargo hold. But all the way across on the other side of this room, you hear talking. And you kind of peer inside to look and see that there are two what seem to be pirates standing there with little clipboards or scrolls kind of like taking note of their inventory. And you guys kind of stop in your tracks because you thought you had killed everyone on the ship, but it turns out you had not yet. And as you're stopped waiting, kind of like, oh shit, there's still people here. They don't notice you. It seems that people come and go all the time, so they don't even care that a couple of folks are coming into the cargo hold. And you could hear them talking to each other. And one of them's like, oh, I fucking hate these livers, friggin' lizard folk, you know? Yeah. Hate them so much. The other one's like, yeah, well, captain made a deal. Lots and lots of gold if we deliver all these weapons and shit to them off there on that island, you know? And, the couple that are with us, at least they clean, right? Clean folk, these lizard folk all. And the other one's like, yeah, but I wish I could just speak draconic so I could tell him to go fuck themselves, because, yeah, I don't like him. And do you see that little thing running around? Whatever they were calling it. Bims. It's disgusting. I wish it wasn't on me ship. What do you guys do? How does Bims react to this? Oh, yeah, he definitely hears them say that, but it seems like he's used to it. He's been taking He kind of looks over at him. Verbal beating for a long time. 
Shmi looks over at him and he definitely sympathizes and he looks at him. He's like, it's all right. Shmi, kill them for you. And he looks at the dragon. And the dragon, uh, which do you, I mean, have you named him? What are you going to call him? We can't just call him the dragon. I'm going to call him Beans because that's what I thought he was. Nice. He kind of yeah. looks up to you and he doesn't like say anything, but he uses his telepathy to kind of send like a visual image into your head of you stabbing one of them. The one that said the bad things. It's like a visual image of you like in first person, like stabbing him in the back of the head with a knife. He's like, ah, I love it. And Halpin Carwin, you see his eyes kind of like go white as this happens. And then he comes back and goes, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Carwin's like, that's concerning. Yeah. Yeah. So they are about 20 feet across this cargo hold, standing in the center. They have not noticed you guys. So whatever you want to do, uh, let me know. He's gonna, uh, Shmi's gonna look over to the captain, and he's gonna be like, well, captain, we need four more for the crew, but Dragon wants to roast him. Help was gonna attempt to go in for some persuasion, but I don't know that that's gonna pan out. <laughs> I mean, you are captain now. <laughs> go for it. Screw it. Help's gonna walk in, uh, not aggressively, just walk walks in, like, nonchalantly, and walks up to the two pirates and says, how captain now <laughs> <That's it. laughs> he's gonna run over i don't i don't know if you're allowed to be to assist on this but he's gonna run up behind him and he's gonna be like yeah so you better fall in line so it's like help action okay um yeah why yeah why don't uh you roll me i would say intimidation because you're a big ass shark guy but why don't you just roll me a persuasion and uh, what is help action? Doesn't that give you a, an extra d6 or something? Is it a d4? I think it's advantage, isn't it? I thought it was you roll two. Take oh. the highest. Oh, hold on. Let me take a help action. Jesus Christ. Gains advantage um, on the next ability check. There you go. Okay. Do it with advantage help. 11 or <laughs> 6. Okay. <clears throat> we need to do um, I need to do a I want to do a contested roll on this give us a fighting chance yeah because you know without it yeah. <laughs> with advantage still oh wisdom save that's a natural yeah, 20 one on uh yeah ah. so they're like they're like uh no I'm sorry <laughs> what are you doing down here old captain make help captain now really he's help so we are inspecting our new boat and what is the secret awesome pirate catchphrase beans are amazing diddly d yar diddly d (laughs) that's what you think it is captain's life for help Okay, uh, roll me initiative. They put they yeah they drop their clipboard and pull out their swords and they're like imposters. Yeah. You tried though. You tried. <laughs> These rolls are low, and man. Four. Shmi, remember oh, wow. you have the pseudo dragon. It. Do you want me to roll for action. his fault? No, on your turn. It goes the same time as you. Okay. Yeah. 
Halp, you're first. You've got four HP, dog. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Halp gonna go down two episodes in a row? Who knows? He's our tank. <laughs> yeah. I can't even do any of my magic because my magic also does damage. To All yourself, right, yeah. Go yeah. I'm just swinging. <laughs> go try to hit something. 18. There that you hits. go. That hits. For 5 damage. Nice. Swing again. For 10. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you kill him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Shmi looks as he like impales him with a trident or whatever you're doing. He's like, yes, yes, see, we told you he's new captain. And the other one's like, oh, okay, oh, okay. But it's not his turn, but he's fucking scared. The other one that's still alive. Shmi, it's your turn. What do you do? Oh, okay. Uh, can I try to use the persuasion this on this guy? other one that's still alive is the one that you had the vision of stabbing. Oh, that changes everything. <laughs> Shmi's going to look to the dragon, and he's going to look back to him, and he's going to be like, that one. Uh, he's going to... Uh, can I... Because it's on the same turn, so can I order the dragon to go ahead and do a uh, sting attack? Yeah, totally. Fuck yeah. Right, alright. So it's a plus four to hit, and I uh, rolled a 13 plus four, it's 17. That hits. All right, perfect. So yeah, so now it is a one d four plus two, and isn't it like cool? Like uh, sting attack. It does. Um, target must succeed on a con save or become poisoned. If the saving throw fails by five or more, the target falls unconscious. You got it. So it's a DC eleven. So go ahead and try to roll that for me. Okay, that is a nine. Oh, so close to falling unconscious. Uh. <laughs> no, but he is poisoned, which means he has disadvantage on attacks. Right, and it's poison condition. You. Believe so, yeah. So you have three damage plus poison effect. Nice. Um, so yeah, as Shmi kind of winks to the dragon as it flies out and attacks this guy, uh, he's also going to run in with his dagger drawn and just try to go for a gut stab, <sighs> making his dreams come true. All right, let's get it. A nineteen hit. Yep. So uh, roll me damage first. Eleven. Oh, that's a okay. sneak. So six. Your vision literally comes true right in front of your eyes and it's weird because it feels like deja vu as you stab him right with your sword <laughs> and it's like whoa, whoa what and the dragon seems happy and flies back over to your shoulder and like uh purrs but as a dragon would yeah he totally gives us some chin scratches and he's like shmi did good right shmi help you kill extra little pseudo dragon to help with damage almost as if we're down a player wow okay um uh initiative is over you guys find yourselves in this cargo hold uh lantern light reveals this large cargo hold all over the place um through the center runs the base of the main mast beside it narrow wooden stairs lead up back up to the top of the ship Against the aft, against the wall, are stacked bolts of cloth lashed together by ropes to brackets bolted to the deck so they are secure. On each side are stacked a large a large number of casks also secured by ropes to the deck. Carwin, you kind of 
take inventory as you walk around. There are 50 bolts of silk, each worth 50 gold pieces each, and they look really similar to the one that you already have. The couple you already have, right? It's like two or three. I don't remember how many it was. Eight? What was yes, it? Yes, I believe it's eight. Yeah. Flip, 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 flip. There are yeah, flip it, flip. 40 casks of brandy, similar to the ones you had Damn. before, with the branding on them. 40 casks of wine, similar to the ones that you had before, but they're wine this time. And there is one large crate of high-quality mining tools, and on the front of the crate, there is a dwarven brand on it. Now, there is also... There are two more doors leading to the last little bit of this bottom floor of the ship. There's one on the left, and there's one on the right. And of course, in the middle, there are stairs that go back to the second floor um, of this ship from the where you guys came from originally. But there is a door on the left and a door on the right, and all this shit in this room, along with currently two dead bodies. So, what do you guys do? Uh, Shmi's just kind of like, he's kind of feeling a little tired at this point. So he's just going to look towards the two doors. He's like, well, we're almost done. And he's going to walk over to one and just open it and kind of peek his head through to see if there's any threats. He's just kind of trying to clear the last two rooms at this point. You open the door and you don't hear any talking. But for a second, you almost hear like a a bird. What? Oh, no. He's like, who's in there? How dare you? And then it calls back. Paces of eight. Paces of eight. What did you call Shmi as you see him kind of roll up his sleeves? <laughs> and the other two just standing in the cargo. You roll up your sleeves and just walk into this room like off screen, mm-hmm. off camera. <laughs> Paces of eight. Paces of eight. <laughs> Pieces of the number eight? Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Literally what it says so, in the book. Yeah. Ha- Alp is uh, obviously curious. Uh, is going to walk in behind Shmi. Okay. Uh, as you come in, you see Shmi like s- swinging at a bird. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, as you come in, uh, you can see in the center of this room there is a table um, and some flagons on the table. Besides that table is a wooden chair and hanging over it is a lantern, per usual. Um, also, hanging from the ceiling at the aft end of the cabin is a large cage that holds a parrot. Um, apparently, was asleep, says the book, until Shmi yelled at him. Um, next to the hull hangs an unoccupied hammock with no one in it, and beneath it is a brass-bound wooden sea chest, similar to before. Um, the cage is a few feet above the ground. Help, yes, you could see Shmi jumping up in the air trying to grab this cage and swing at this parrot. And the parrot is just flying around, getting feathers everywhere, going, Paces of eight! Paces of eight! You get down here. You come to Shmi. Think you're so big with your fancy cage. This is a very nice cage. Shmi, will you check that for traps before you jump on it and die? Fine, Shmi, check for traps. He just, he does not check for traps. He continues to jump at the bird. (laughs) Uh, uh, Okay. Well, Harwin moves to the next room. (laughs) Uh,. In here, though, um, you know what? Why don't you roll me in acrobatics while you're jumping at this cage, Shmi? With a plus five. We got a seven. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You 
put your foot up on the wood part of the wall to try to jump at the parrot cage. And as you put your foot on the wall, this piece of wood sinks into the wall and you hear a click and then you fall down to the ground. And the wall ah. kind of like opens up, revealing a secret room behind the parrot. And the parrot continues. Pieces of eight! Pieces of eight! Shmi's gonna yell at Carwin and be like, Shmi, check for traps! He found one! <laughs> she was almost to the door and turns back around and looks. Oh. Okay. Pieces of eight. Hmm. And then walks towards the open. Okay, uh, you step through underneath the parrot cage into a cramped area. It's only four feet wide at the widest. It's sandwiched between the adjacent cabin and the ship's stern. It contains eight large, irregularly shaped bundles wrapped in oilskin and bound with light rope. These are piled at the bottom of the deck as thrown through, as though thrown in casually from the doorway. They're all wrapped up in oilskins. How big is the doorway? Uh, not very big. Very small. Hidden doorway. Uh, three feet high, two feet wide. Mm-hmm. You had to duck to get in there. But is it a doorway? No. It's a Carbon's secret. going Gosh. to pick one up and bring it out into the, <laughs> the bigger room. Nice. You set it down on the ground as the bird's still going crazy. Pieces of eight! Pieces of eight! The bundle hits the ground and kind of unravels. And it reveals ten morning stars. Like. Weapons. How big are they compared to Shmi? Um, well, they weigh four pounds each. Um, so they are... I don't know. I don't know how much bigger. Yeah, it doesn't really give you a length. I would assume a good morning star is like, what, two feet tall? Yeah. Shmi's about like three. Yeah. So to him, it'd be like a great sword. Yeah. Shmi's going to look at these and he's going to consider these could make some good teeth. But that's about help. Uh, help is gonna make good tea. Nibble on I was one. drinking. Sorry. Ooh, yeah. To because that's how sharks invest. So help's just gonna nibble on. Nice. You do that. Any traces of blood? Help. No. Not they are fresh, okay. brand new. These must be the ones they needed to sell for money. Do you think we could make the same money? Or the really long list of things that our overworked blacksmith was working on. Hmm. Shmi remembers that blacksmith. He was a dick. She was quite nice, and especially since Halp ate her list of things she was paid for to do. Oh, um, that blacksmith. Oh, yeah, that was a nice lady. She's bundle up everything and put it back in, and then try to figure out how this door closes. We're just going to put it back in there because there's still two... Carwin's thinking, you know, lizard folk want the weapons for the island. There's two lizard folk still on the boat. There's a reason why they hid these from the lizard folk. We're just going to leave it where it's at. She just knows where it's at now. Mm. So I kind of want to just shut the door and then move to that last room and see what else... What else... Okay. Our very benevolent DM has for us. <laughs> Walk over to the last door. So there is a door, even in this room, that goes into this other room. So um, there's like a door connecting them. Um, you open it up to see that this cabin occupies 
uh, half the section on this here part of the deck. Um, along this bulkhead, leaning up in the direction of the bow, is an enclosed companionway. At its foot, a door in the central bulkhead leads to the other part of the stern, and on the door hangs a dark blue cloak. A single bunk, though bed linen, heaped in a pile against the wall at its foot, and at its foot is a brass-bound wooden sea chest. Its lid is closed. Under the bunk is a brass box, also covered. In the center of the cabin, a plain wooden table is nailed to the ground again. On it, though, are two books, one open and propped up against the other. Beside the table is a wooden chair. Hanging from the ceiling is a lantern. And just aft off the hook that holds the lantern is a hatch measuring three feet on a side. Help is going to check the hatch. Nice. Um, roll me a perception check. 16. Nice. You walk over to this hatch and kind of inspect it and see that this hatch actually opens up into a much larger doorway towards the back of the ship. And you kind of open it as if it's another secret passageway in this room as well, revealing on the other side a dark, cramped area, only four feet wide. Same with the other one. But in this one, there appears to be a holding cell some kind of secret prison cell and on the inside of the holding cell a slim humanoid figure cowers in the far corner chained to the wall oh old captain liked a kinky <laughs> That's it. That's it. yes but in this main room there are still books and um some other things um she probably looks over and then touches the um blue cloak to I mean any kind of fabric that she can touch she just kind of instantly feels it and checks um, its quality nice. every time and that's it's, just a um, leftover from it's fairly nice but it doesn't have any special properties or any significant value well she may or may not she's thinking about it to loop it over her finger and uh, wear it but um, then she starts like poking at the books like absentmindedly while the the, they're over there. Like I, I imagine that this is happening at the same time. They have gone to For one sure, end yeah. of the room yeah. and started messing with the wall, and she's just, you know, like touching the books and flipping the pages and kind of absentmindedly looking. Okay. So the books are um, Principles of Navigation by someone called Decorma. That was the book that is open, uh, Principles of Navigation. The other one is Legal Distinctions in Letters of Mark by Tazar, and it is closed. Both of these books you gather, probably at least worth about 10 gold apiece if you want to sell them. Um, and uh, But you kind of are like, why would a first made pirate be reading books with such large words? That's kind of odd. So much toilet paper. What did he need it for? Yeah. So as she she's flipping through it is like these are actually books and their yeah. chapters or whatever inside appear to be what they is advertised on the outside. Yeah. Okay. Real books. Hmm. It just makes her think a little bit more about what may be going on. And it was a legal book. Is what you said. Yeah. Legal distinctions and letters of Mark by Tazar. Are there any, pages in that legal book that have been dog-eared? No. Help. Uh, help is going to try to speak to the prisoner. Okay. 
So how Darwin has gonna... no idea because they're blocking the door that this is even going on. <laughs> right. right. Rest his sharky elbow on the uh, the jail cell bar thing and uh, be like, hello. Well, hello. Um, right. Um, Thinking that he's talking to I'm her. kind of reading, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, geez, he's like, uh, hi. Oh, Carmen whips around and is looking at both of the backs of them. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, my name's, uh, o- Oceanus. Uh, what kind of damn name is that? It's, uh, it's like Ocean Us, but Oceanus. Shmeen, do not make fun of Openus. Oh, God. Oceanus. Uh. You, you see us? Yes, I, I see you. <laughs> yes. Why are you down here? Why not help out old captain? I was imprisoned here. Don't you know that? Aren't you a part of this crew? Aren't you here to whip me or whatever? I mean, Shmeek and if you're into it. But Help new captain now. Oh. Okay. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. No. <laughs> Just leaves. <laughs> Hello. My Hi. name is Carwin Blessed Brew. Hello, Carwin Blessed Brew. I am Ocenus. Ocenus? Yes. Would you like out? Well, don't, don't, don't trick me, robot lady. Ocenus? Yes. Why were you put in this cage? I don't know. I am a member of the tribe of Manan, which inhabits an undersea settlement about 20 miles southeast of Salthaven. I was stripped of my weapons and armor and imprisoned, uh, but even though I am bruised and hungry, I have suffered no great injury, although my spirit is undaunted. My tribe, well... From a distance, we've traveled a lot, and then we've seen this ship at night, and, well, now I'm here. They've robbed us, stolen, taken everything, even me, and now I'm here. Boring. Um, yes, I am boring. him <laughs> in water <laughs> elemental... She asks him in Water Elemental if he is dried out, like thinking that if he's from an underwater settlement that he is drying he out is, and he's dehydrated like he needs water. He is a sea elf. Um, he does speak Aquan for sure. He speaks Aquan common and elven. Um, so what do you say? Oh, I was speaking to him in Water Elemental, so he probably oh. doesn't understand what I'm saying. Yeah, he has no um, idea. So he, he looks confused, but then Carwin knows that Halp can speak in a different language, help. Help him here. Uh, so help returns. Wait, before you speak yes. in Aquan, is it going to be canon that you speak like super proper in Aquan? You just, your common tongue is awful? 
I want you to just think about that before you speak in Auckland. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's up to you. It's up to you. I don't know. Because uh, you're a shark, right? I mean, you're super intelligent. Yeah, and you're smart that as fuck. That is true. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Help. So, uh, Help. I think he might. You know how you can speak in shark and underwater language? Shark Ask him. is not the language. I help. I know. Help. I've heard you say it. Say things very not. It sounds so amazing when you talk in your other language. Will you ask him if he's dried out and he needs some water? Sure. So, <laughs> help looks to the sea elf and speaks to the sea elf in Aquin and says, Hello, good chap. What can I do for you? <laughs> what? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And he's like, oh, my goodness, it's so good to hear another Aquin voice. Oh, wow, 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 wow. It's real good to hear it. Oh, gosh. Uh, it seems to me that you are the new captain of this ship, hey? Oh, yes, top of the morning on all the jolly good things and all the other things. Ah, that's great. That's great news. You see, I've been imprisoned here for a long time, and I didn't know what my fate would be. You know, a good old chap like me, I had no idea. So... Uh, yeah, I do not know much, but I do know I discovered these a-holes basically stealing weapons from my land, and they knocked me out and took me prisoner. And I've been here for a while. So I'm not drying well, out. I don't need water. Uh, as your friend said, I do also speak English. Uh, I'm not like, you know, I, I don't need water. I'm not a fish. Um, but I am thirsty. Well, you, you know how land, land dwellers are, mate. That's right, mate. Land lovers are awful. They make the forest of decisions. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Oh, I've got a pet sea turtle at home, and I just worry about him. Oh, what is the pet sea turtle's name? His name is F Flying Dinger. <laughs> oh, how lovely. <laughs> it's a good name. Flying Dinger. I do believe Flying I had Dinger, the sea turtle. Name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, you had an uncle. It's a very common aqua name. Oh, very <laughs> so in like while they're talking, Help is going to turn and look at Carwin and um and say he doesn't need water. Excellent, thank you. I know he understands common, but you guys seem to be getting on very well. <laughs> yeah, and all you guys heard was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, um, yeah, um, uh, if you guys let me go, I, I don't know, uh, I'll help you, I don't know how you would need my help, but I'm in the book, so I'm here. Well, jolly good, I'll get you out in a pinch. Oh, sounds great, chap. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think the key to uh, letting me out here is actually uh, the captain had it on him uh, when he left. So uh, it's the only key. Unless you know a way to unlock the cage. Uh, yeah. Well, I could ask the wee little fellow here who's been a, a, a jolly good friend of mine this entire time and see if he can open the door. All right. Sounds good. You just look back to see Shmi like scratching his ass. 
<laughs> so Halp looks at Shmi <clears throat> and clears his throat and says, Shmi open cage. You want the dragon <laughs> meowing in the background? <laughs> As he breaks his dance and looking to eat the ship cat. He's like, I, I, Captain, uh, whatever you need. And he'll come on in and he'll just try to, you know, do his thing with sleight of hand here. Fuck yeah, roll it for me. Six with a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, you sure you know what you're doing there? Oh, yeah, Shmi does this all the time, as you just see him kind of, like, jam his finger in it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, you guys have almost done Who everything. Who picked up the keys off the captain? On the ship? I don't know. Um, uh, uh, actually, they might be in his room still. I don't think anybody did pick them up. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You don't want help picking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what so, now, Captain? Um, Voice the sails? Sea adventures? Lastly, um, in that room, um, there was, like, another hatchway that, like, went down to, like, this bottom part of the ship that you all know normally would be, like, you know, a place to help the ship float, you know, like, um, but as you guys walk past it, even to go and get the keys or whatever to let the prisoner out, there is a awful smell coming from down there um yeah uh, you smell that I wonderful roll. smell captain yeah. can i roll something to try to determine what the smell is hell yeah you can look down the hole and roll me a perception Fifteen. So from this hatchway, you can see a little of what lies in the gloom below. This area stretches... Hold on. Okay. From this hatchway, you can see little of what lies in the gloom below. This area stretches the full width of the ship for all that you can see, the full length. There are no bulkheads in view. What must be the bottom of the ship looks like it's covered with a thick layer of wet sand, um, on top of which uh, is an inch or so of, like, green, greasy water. A scuttling noise, though, down there somewhere, indicates that there might be some kind of something living down there. Perhaps living off the garbage that's thrown in there occasionally from the lazy pirate crew. Um, for there are heaps of trash, like immediately below the hatch, that have formed small little islands in the awful water. A particularly large one has accumulated at the base that you are standing at. As you move, you know, your eyes back and forth, you can catch what looks to be almost a yellow reflection in one of the garbage piles. Look, Captain, they pee in the garbage, too. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that makes sense, then. So that hatch earlier in the meat room actually went down below, not up. Into here? Yes. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. And um, 
<clears throat> that's that for that. You guys can uh, go back up to the captain's quarters and get the keys, let this guy free. You guys still have a bunch of chests just all over this place that you can search. Um, but this is technically your ship now. You've searched every section of it. You know everything and everything. So, what do you guys want to do? Go us. Go us, yeah. Uh, Shmi kind of like reading the situation knowing that he has to step up and do something here. He's going to run to the bow of the uh, of the ship. Like right on top of the long pole there. Nice. And uh, spread his arms out. And just kind of <laughs> take in the sea air. <laughs> you're like, all for Shmee. Shmee's got his own ship, finally. I thought you were going to do the Titanic thing. Yeah. That's kind of what I was doing, yeah. That's exactly his stance right now, it's the Titanic, yeah. Shmee's the king of the ship. <laughs> I, I think... For now, Carwin is still analyzing the options. I don't know about anyone else, but I think that the first thing I want to do is just, you know, nonchalantly go back to the captain's quarters and try to find the keys. So, uh, as you walk back into the captain's quarters, again, there is a metal chest underneath the couch, as well as the writing desk with the two drawers that are locked. How are you going to handle this desk? It's locked. Dude, I know, but, you know... <laughs> Um, you got king of the world out here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you want help to bite it? Nice. I was going to say, like, you don't have to do skill checks because, like, you would just do them over and over and over again. There's no time constraint. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So you open both of the doors, drawers, with your 20, um, and it's very cool. You know, you feel like you've really impressed her, you know. Um, the first drawer <laughs> contains two potions of healing and a dose of antitoxin. Um, and the second, uh, oh, and it also has the key that unlocks the chains that is, and the chains and the cage that is holding Oceanus. Um, and the second drawer contains seven maps of various sea and coastal localities. Um, they look like they were prepared by a professional cartographer because they are so nicely made. Um, beneath these is another map that is crudely drawn. And this map indicates that the rendezvous point with um, somebody, if you haven't put that together yet, is at a small island beside a river in the tidal marshes um, a few miles west um, of Salt Marsh. Salt Haven, sorry. Yes. A few miles west of Salt Haven. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, me and she kisses him on the head and then whips uh. around the desk and leaves. Because she's very excited that he just deftly opened them up without questioning, without messing around, and she just did what I asked him to do. <laughs> me, like, slicks back his two hairs and he looks at the captain like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So the um, antitoxin, um, a creature that drinks this vial of liquid, gains advantage on saving throws against poison for an hour. Um, but it has no benefit to undead or constructs. Right. That is that. Shmi, there is also a chest under the couch um, if you want to do anything with that. Um, yeah, yeah, go for it. Why not, hey? Yeah. I got 11. Okay. Uh, you whip it out. Um <laughs> Well, I kind of just pulled you into that. Sorry. Um, there is a trap on that, but I'm not going to activate it because I kind of just totally threw you into that shit. Um, <laughs> You've activated my trap. My trap card. Yes. 
Um, when triggered, this trap swings a short scything blade from its bottom, threatening any creature within five Ow. feet of the chest. You have to make a deck save or take seven slashing damage. Um, but we're not going to do that because I just threw you into that. That's my fault. I fucked up as a GM. Oh, well. Um, but you unlock the chest with your 11. Um, it also contains 10 Electrum ingots with 100 gold pieces each. Damn. Um, and all of them as well have the signet of the lizard folk on it with the tongue sticking out of it. Um, just like the other ones. Like a brand. Okay. Yeah, no, Shmi's just gonna like carry it or anything. He's just gonna make note of it. Nice. Look yeah. Go look to the captain and be like, This ship is loaded. Holy crap and he's gonna like dig through the barrel and you see him come up with just like a piece of rope and he's like, Look at it <laughs> There you go. Wow, look at this rope. Okay, Carwin, <laughs> you go back down to the bottom. Um as you are unlocking the cage and the chains from Oceanus um, he seems very thankful. I mean, currently he's pretty much naked. He's got no clothes, no armor, no weapons, no nothing. Um, he does have blue skin and pointy ears. He's got long, like, ratted brown hair that looks like it hasn't been brushed or kempt in a long time. Um, and he's very thankful as you, uh, unlock him. And he's like, ah, I, um, I've been here for, for, for a, a very, very long time. I don't even know if my clan's still together or what happened with them and, and, you know, I, I I don't know, but if it's okay with you, I would like to just stay on the ship for a little while before I get my bearings. And then maybe once I'm brave enough, I'll I'll go back to my nan and, and see what's going on. That is totally okay. Here, have this shirt and pants, because she obviously went through by all of those. She yeah, knew what he yeah. looked like before. So she and so she just grabbed wave. him some clothes. Nice. Yeah, and grabbed him some clothes because she knows that everybody has to be prepared for what's going on. So she just, you know, grabbed him some clothes, grabbed him, you know, everybody on a boat has to have a knife kind of thing. That's grabbed right. him something easy to protect himself just in case he's... Are you hungry? I know you said you didn't want any water. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. Yeah, well, the weird thing is, though, my tribe, we only eat lizard folk. Is that going to be a problem? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm fucking, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I have a problem that needs to be taken care of. <laughs> sea, sea elves only eat lizard people. I don't know. No, I'm just messing around. about earlier, you were like, hey, Fish, you want to play a lizard folk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he eats Fishy. The end. Yep, the end. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you give him some food and stuff, and he gets comfortable on the ship. You guys have a crew now. Um, you've got a, you know, pet pseudo-dragon by the name of Beans. You've got two lizard folk and a sea elf. Um, yeah, there's still some secrets to be uncovered on this ship, but you guys officially have a ship, so I would like to finish off the session tonight with you three coming up with a new name for your ship. On the side Ooh. of this ship, it's called the um, the Sea Ghost, is what the name of it is, but it's crudely drawn on there and is easily replaceable with whatever name you want to name your ship. And I want to say you guys are kind of headed back to Salt Haven as you're kind of deciding on the name. Have you thought of a name, Captain? I'm up with whatever Captain has. I think he comes up with the best names. I was trying to think of. He works really, really well clever, on the fly. Honey. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Like, <laughs> just feel like Alf's just staring forward right now. <laughs> he works really good on the fly. Bucket of beans. 
Bucket of beans. Bucket of beans. Yes. All right. Green we got bean. It. We got it. Good workshop. <laughs> we call it the green bean, and we paint it green. The green bean. <laughs> oh my God! Does that mean beans wins over rocks? <laughs> I guess it does. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a reason to have the green silk. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Perfect. You could make the sails green. <laughs> Call it the green bean. This Me, what do you think? We got green. We got beans. Uh, Shmeet. Shmeet doesn't like vegetables, though. But maybe that strike fear into our enemies. They'll be like, Ooh. no, vegetables. We hate vegetables. <laughs> Is that me as captain? Oh, no. I mean, me as assistant captain. Oh, no, not the fiber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Shmi basically is a little green bean himself, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's a little yeah. bean. 